Elsewhere is an adventure not set in D&D hell, but it still contains adult content. Hello, wonderful listeners. This is Dave Hearn, your GM speaking. Just a quick one from me. How High Rollers is taking a brief holiday from our main campaign. But do not fear, we are still going to be bringing you lots of tasty content. This episode that you are about to listen to is actually the first episode of our Patreon-only side campaign, elsewhere. And if you like this episode, head on over to our Patreon page where you can listen to the rest of these episodes as well as a whole host of other goodies. The link can be found in the episode description. I hope you enjoy this because it's DM'd by the one and only Henry Shields. And no, you're not allowed to play favourites. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to Elsewhere, a Hello High Rollers side campaign run by me, Henry Shields. Hello, thank you so much. If you're listening to this, it means you are one of our Patreon supporters. We are incredibly grateful to you for paying for our work and uh, and your donation will go some small way to helping us pay off the cost of these microphones. So thank you so much for doing that. This is uh, a side campaign and we don't really know what it's going to be until we've done it. But this is a campaign that follows the four heroes who killed the main characters in Hell or High Rollers, uh, which is a bit of a spoiler, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we don't know we don't know how or why or when they were killed. And during this campaign, we're going to answer those questions. But in this episode, we're not going to do any of that. <laughs> I give you I give you a little morsel, and then I take it away again. Uh, because for this first episode, we're just going to introduce the characters and get to know them a little bit. So, without any further ado, let's meet them. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk and I am playing the character of Mr. Shadow, who is a rogue human and he has a mask covering his face. So you can't actually see what he looks like. So he's that's why he's called Mr. Shadow. We don't actually know what his first name is. Maybe we'll find out what his first name is. Maybe Do you it's know, Mr. Does Chris know what his first name is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. <laughs> Hi, I am Ellie Morris and I will be playing Princess Cecily. And Princess Cecily, or Princess Cess to her friends, is a bubbly young princess who really just believes in herself and her gift. Great. Hi, I'm Adam Megiddo, and I'm playing the character of Everly Brothers, who is a paladin uh, who worships the god Pedanti, the god of being right. Mm. And uh, she's become a cult leader because she had a religious experience, a very powerful experience, and she believes she is the chosen one of, of the pedantic faith. Very good. Hello, I'm Dave Hearn, uh, playing for the first time. Yeah, which I'm Dave, thrilled about. That's the yeah. exciting thing here. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Dave swap places. I've Dave a... is now a player, and I am in charge. Yeah. And now I have the power. That's so true. I'm, I'm going to get my revenge. No trousers. Smile on my Immediately face. Immediately, no trousers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing any trousers. <laughs> Tell either. me about your trouserless character. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am uh, playing Valentine LaRouse, uh, who is a disgraced politician. Um, he his kind of strange fact about him is that he wears seven pairs of trousers one for every day of the week yeah yeah one for every day of the week all at the same time i was going to try i'm going to try and improvise uh, a henley whispers as tribute to you i'm trying to improvise oh, a henley whispers intro so um valentine larouse smooth talker fancy walker tree climber Bedlam Finder. Ooh. Nice. Really yes. rhymed. Very good. For future games, haven't <laughs> yeah. you? And that's all our characters. So, without any further ado, let's begin. 
The golden light of a fresh summer's day bathes fields of wheat and barley that flank the old road, little more than a dirt track that runs over the hills of the Briar Downs. A wooden cart pulled by a grey mare sways to and fro, occasionally jolting as it bumps over a small rock or into a divot in the cracked dry road. Holding the reins and seated on the wooden plank that serves as a driver's perch is a man dressed head to toe in black robes. Next to him is a fresh-faced girl with blonde hair and blue eyes. In the back of the cart, an armour-clad woman sits rigidly, her hands folded neatly in her lap, in stark contrast to another man opposite her, who lounges almost horizontal in his seat, idly plucking the strings of a lyre, which is like a small harp. <laughs> That's correct, yes. I felt like I need to explain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to get to the next town. When will we be there? When will we be there? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, not even a third one? <laughs> when will we oh, be three? there? <laughs> yeah. Please. I think we've got about two more moons. Two more, two more moons. moons. I think that's uh, two more days. I, I heard someone say it at the local tavern, and I just figured that was their thing. Two more moons. Oh, well, that's jolly good. That's a very long time, and we can all get to know each other better. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm up for two moons riding with you guys, but, you know, maybe we want to pick up the pace a little, you know? Get there okay, quick. Moo, go, man! All right. You can take the horses faster, but can the horses faster be? Oh, wow. As oh, I wow. hear this, I just punch myself in the face because it was so, so you stunning. Stuck, like, how long, long, long have you been playing? Immediately punched yourself in the face. <laughs> Absolutely, like, immediately. It's a running thing There's with my still Glubrick's blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glubrick's yeah. blood is thick in this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, forgot, rolled some damage then. Oh, God, a man just hit himself in the face without causing damage. Okay, Absolutely why not. Why no. do, uh, What's happening in the world, world? Chris? <laughs> Chris, why don't you punch yourself in the face, live in the room now, on a scale? of one to ten. Yeah, tell, tell us how much damage. damage it causes. Okay, so I hit myself. Do I just do a damage? Yeah, because, you, I mean, you can hit yourself in the face without missing. Oh, not... <laughs> okay, fine. I then just take, I think I just take four bits of damage. Fine, fine. Well, that's four an bits. awful... Four <laughs> bits of damage. Four bits of skin. You you've taken four, four damage. my cheeks. Well oh, done. Yeah. Well done, Mr Shadow. You're very strong. Oh, well, um, thank you, uh, um... Uh, miss, um, oh, as um, I hear this, because we need to get there faster, I put on a harness. We have a second harness, and I get on the front and start running with the horse, pulling, <laughs> pulling the um, cart. Yeah, great, you do that. <laughs> so you just do that. Moves. You're now pulling the cart. He's a loyal servant. So you're you're enjoying your nice journey in the warm sun, when suddenly you hear a cry, the unmistakable sound of a woman in distress. You guys hear that? That's the unmistakable sound of a woman in distress. It's like it's coming from over there. What can we see over there? Over there, as you round a corner, you see a man in cheap brown robes wrestling a portly young woman into a pair of handcuffs. Oh, help me! Help me! Someone help me! The woman screams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I leap down uh, and... Uh... No, hang on, hang on. Can you scream, please? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, thank you. Now so I'm distracted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I leap down uh, and in my best attempt to calm the situation, I say, don't worry, ma'am, I've got this. And I no. try and separate the, the man and the woman. The man holding the woman by her wrists. She's now handcuffed and he's got handcuffs on her. He turns to you and says, back off. She's mine. Why do you treat the woman this way? She owes me a debt. She's nothing to do with you. Perhaps this is a sign from Pedante that we should get involved in this instance immediately. 
It sounds like a place we should be. What is this debt that is owed? A brother owes me 200 gold pieces. Is this true? I say to the lady. Yes, yes, he, he does, but it's nothing to do with me. Look, my, my brother, he was doing everything he could to try and get that money back. He was going to take our pigs into the town nearby and sell them, but he hasn't come back. How about this, okay? And I speak to the guy with the, with the handcuffs. I say, what about we go into town, speak to the brother, see if we can get your money? How does that sound? Yeah, all right. I'll no. give you till tomorrow sunset. If you're not back here with 200 gold by then, she goes to the slave markets. Oh, okay, I just need to That's warn you one up. moon. Th- that is one <laughs> moon. That's correct. <laughs> I, uh, I like it. Does he divide all time into moons? By, by like moon. yeah, a couple yeah. of hours is yeah, like 12, one 12 hours of moon. is half a moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it's like midday now, it's half moon. Yeah, yeah, half yeah. Moon. <laughs> I'm just going to pop to the bushes for one 128th of a moon. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Everly? Pedanti blesses this path of action. Let us go and see if we can find this errant pig farmer. <laughs> All right. We've got, we know we have one moon until this man is going to throw this woman into a slave trade. Is that right? That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've got, you've the got first time ever I listened <laughs> on this podcast and it threw me. You have until, as what he said, you have until sunset tomorrow and Eliza is the girl's name. You didn't ask her a name, but I'll tell you now. Eliza points to a little dirt track that leads off the old road. What can you tell us about your brother, Eliza? What does he look like? My brother, Tom. Tom Copperkettle. I think her accent keeps changing. <laughs> I like it. Suspicious. Uh, she's, she's, she's nervous. She's scared. Yeah, Copper yeah, yeah. Kettle. My brother, Tom, Cop- Tom Copperkettle. <laughs> Easy for you to say. <laughs> he's a pig farmer you'll notice him he's a lovely bloke he's got a big smile on his face he's very friendly you can't miss him who are these people that he is indebted to this this man here oh the, uh, hello <laughs> is he still there is he still there yeah I'm here he's indebted to me I'm so sorry what, what, what's your name Slim 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 ironic Slim Pork Rind <laughs> Slim Pork Rind yeah wow that's a good name <laughs> Um, Your parents call you Slim Pork Ryan. There's not a lot you can do in life other than no, become. I, a, I think you, the table like was set for you to lose from birth. <laughs> um, and you slim. can see he's he's thin and he's sallow and he's unshaven and he's a sort of greasy looking man. Well, like I say, sunset tomorrow. The way is clear. <laughs> Great. <Okay. laughs> I, I love in that moment that as you say that we all turn and clearly see, yeah, there's just no one on the path. So they just, yeah, oh, we all could have told that worked that out. The way is literally clear. <laughs> the so, way is clear. There's no no traffic. <laughs> no road works as far as I can determine. Uh, Pedanti the satnav has spoken. <laughs> Come, merry brethren, the way is now clear, and we must collect this debt. And so you head off on the road to Little Haven. We do. Uh, can someone roll me a perception check? Nominate among yourselves who is going to be doing your perception check at this moment. I've got a plus three to perception. Okay, yeah, maybe. Uh... That's a natural one. So you notice we elected. Oh, wow. I, I had a plus five. <laughs> oh, I I'll let been. you have a go as well. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm just, I'm just playing the liar. Just yeah, you're like, fully I'm immersed. playing the liar with my eyes closed. <laughs> that is a 15. You notice mm. that the birds have stopped singing. <laughs> and that's all. But the Valentine is singing. <laughs> Birds have stopped singing. Oh, Valentine, that really is such a beautiful song. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, yeah, so if you do want me to sing with you, then I'm, uh, I'm classically trained. I would absolutely love that, because me, Dave, can't really sing. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that. Um, um, uh, 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 
uh, my lady, my love. Uh, my, uh, What's uh, that? What, no, what? what did you say? Nothing. Uh, uh, my lady, uh, would you like, there's some berries over here. Would you like one of the berries? Yes. Okay. Get some berries. But of course I have to try it first because I try all her food before she eats it to check that it's not poisoned. Absolutely. So you're just eating a random berry off a bush. Yeah. Why? I always do this in D&D. I yeah. just make choices for fun and end up <laughs> killing myself. What do, what do I have to check? Well, I mean, it's a random berry off a bush. So I'm going to roll a d20. Even number, it's fine. Odd number, it kills you. No! <laughs> no, it doesn't kill you. It doesn't kill you. But there you go. It's an even number. You have a delicious berry. Oh, great. And then I, I grab a few more and then I just, I fall to the floor and just raise them above my head and just use my hands as a bowl and you can eat out of them. Fruit is found in all places, even in the hands of a man in black. <laughs> and, I, and I don't eat the berries. <laughs> The road to Little Haven is eerily quiet, as you notice, but soon the silence is broken by the sounds of cheerful voices and music in the distance. The path winds around a neatly trimmed hedgerow and you spot a sign that reads, Welcome to Little Haven. We're stronger together. You continue over a wooden bridge and see the town square of Little Haven before you. You are struck by the sheer idyllic charm and beauty of this village. A crystal clear river runs under the bridge and you can hear the gentle plapping and sloshing of a watermill further downstream. <laughs> Old stone cottages with thatched roofs line the cobbled streets and everywhere you look bright pink and yellow flowers bloom in baskets hanging from the awnings. The town is centred around a large stone church which overlooks the town square where a summer festival is in full swing. <gasps> There's there's bunting, there's there's That's how you know it's the first one thing. Valentine is thrilled and he's just like, hey guys, have you seen this bunting? And he sprints off towards the town. Yeah, you can see lashings of bunting, stalls selling fruit and meats and various trinkets. There's people chatting and eating and drinking and dancing. There's a stage that's been set up by the church with a banner strung above it that reads Talent Show. <gasps> Nice. Oh, is there on the stage? Is there any kind of um... Adam? It's <laughs> always, as always, we always end up putting on a play. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a play. You don't even have to go near it. That's true, but we, you know, we will. Well, Valentine's already run up to the stage. Um, and is there a, some kind of amplification device? Uh, there is an enchanted speaker. Can I? Can I use it? You're stopped as you make your way to the stage. Who's, by, who's uh, uh, guarding the stage? There's a, a priest who says, hey, excuse me, uh, where do you think you're going? Uh, I just need to make an introduction. A very important person is coming into town. An important person's coming into town? That's uh, right. Who, who is that? It's the wonderful Miss Everly Brothers. Oh, uh, how exciting. I, I've never heard of Everly Brothers. Well, but... uh, you're about to, my friend. May I use your amplification device? Roll me a persuasion check. Very good. I, uh, before I roll, I cast Friends on him, which is a cantrip that gives me advantage on all charisma checks. Brilliant. Have Great. advantage. Uh, first one was a four. Second one was a natural one. So okay, that's okay. gone incredibly badly. However, for persuasion, I have a plus eight. So mm, that's wow. a 12. So he says, uh, I, I'm so sorry. Only locals are allowed on stage. Are you here for the fair? Absolutely, I'm here for the fair. Well, wonderful. Uh, welcome to Little Haven. I've never seen your face here before, but we are a warm, vibrant community and we're very welcoming to any outsiders. It, is he wearing, like, as perception, like, passive perception, has he got some sort of, like, ID badge or something that I can steal from him? <laughs> Lanyard. He's wearing beige robes 
and, uh, and so I can steal his beige robes. Is that what you're saying? And that's what I'm, I'm saying. That <laughs> as the as the priest in a very small village, he doesn't need an ID <laughs> badge. Have ID, yeah. <laughs> in that case, I rip his face off. I <laughs> wear his face. <laughs> no, I no, do not yeah. do that. <laughs> I've taken the horses and the wagon over somewhere to park, maybe a tavern or a stables or something. Yeah, you can see there is a tavern with a tying up. What are they called? A corral. Is that what it is? Yeah, outside. uh, You can see there. There's a tavern called the Whippet Snout. Great. And I'll make sure the horses are fed and watered and everything. Oh. I head over to uh, Everly and I I tap her on the shoulder. Light of the morning to you, brother. Uh, Hey, Everly. I I tried to do an announcement. uh, Why? uh, I I wanted to announce your arrival. Pedanti needs no arrival. Pedanti is already here. Oh, you're not disappointed that I I couldn't do it. And I just stare at him and then say, are you disappointed? And then I walk off into the tavern. (laughs) So you head into the tavern. Uh, You're left standing outside. Oh, that was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) You're left standing outside slightly bemused, uh, Valentine. And then you feel a shove from behind and you fall straight down into the dirt. Oh, God fucking damn it. What is this? (laughs) And you hear, out of my way, you damn backwater peasant. Who the hell are you? And I stand up and I brush my velvet robes down. <laughs> you see a tall, handsome, dark-haired, blue-eyed, heavily muscled man wearing a tight-fitting linen shirt and leather gauntlets. And you can tell, just from the look at him, you can tell he's going to be called Gustav. Let <laughs> me guess, sir. Gustav? You have heard of me. Nope, but I just guessed it. Yes, <laughs> most people do. What are you doing standing in my way? Can't you see I'm one of your betters? Move, I'm here for the contest. What 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 contest? You don't even know? <laughs> Why have you come to this disgusting little town in the first place? The contest they hold every year. Only the strongest, most intelligent, most capable compete. Hey, and- Gustav, I'm really enjoying how you're explaining this, but you still haven't told me what the contest is. I'm explaining to you what the contest I'm is. I'm so sorry, I've interrupted. <laughs> and I cast Charm Person. <laughs> Tell me how that works. Uh, so Gustav has to make a DC 14 wisdom saving throw. He succeeds. Oh, damn it. Does that mean he knows what you've done? No, uh, he doesn't know that I've tried to cast Charm Person. But the priest that I cast friends on, when that spell ends, he does know that I use magic. <laughs> You're causing all kinds of problems to yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but Gustav doesn't know. So what he sees is me just wave, like, wave. Sort of try to using using the force, just yeah, wave just... my hand in front of my own face and just go, Gustav. Gustav looks at you, confused for a moment then slaps you in the face with a gauntleted fist. Oh, does he have to roll for attack? <laughs> yes, he should He should roll for attack. So okay, great. Well, that would be... It's... He rolls a natural one. Ah, so... <laughs> he misses. <laughs> so Gustav tries to swing for you. You easily dodge out of the way and leave him looking embarrassed. And he says, oh, damn peasants, and turns and walks away. And I call after him, Gustav, you still haven't told me about the contest. He did tell you about the contest. He just said it was a challenge for like strong and intelligent people. What else do you need to know? For, like, what is it? A gladiator fight? Is it a poetry competition? <laughs> is it a magic competition? It's a poetry is it, slam. Is it yeah. a spelling bee? Well, you'll have to you have to find out. All right, and I just uh, pat the horse's flank and say, "What a day!" <laughs> That's immense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I've gone into the tavern. Entering the tavern, you can see that it's uh, full and there's someone playing some music on a, on a little stringed instrument in the corner. People are, seem to be having a lovely time. You can see there's a big crowd of people in front of you. I'm going to go to the tavern keeper. Mm-hmm. You walk up to the tavern keeper. What can I get you? Uh, I wonder if uh, you might have seen someone come through this town uh, recently. 
a portly man, perhaps a, a pig seller. Oh, a pig seller? By the name of Tom Copperkettle. Oh, yeah, of course I know Tom. He's right over there. Oh, is he indeed? And he points to, to the corner and you can see uh, a young portly man sat at a table having a drink. What does he drink? Ale. Well, then I'll take two. Here you go. And I'm going to take the ales and uh, introduce myself to Tom. You walk over to him and uh, he looks up at you smiling. Hello there. You're Mr. Copperkettle. That's right, I am. Where are you? I'm Everly Brothers of the Great Pedante. Well, nice to meet you. May I join you? Of course you can. Uh, here, an ale for you. Oh, thank you very kindly. Your sister's most worried about you. My sister? That's right. Oh. Well, what's to be done, eh? And he drinks his ale. Well, you owe someone some money. Is that not the case? No, it's a shame about the money. But I'm here now, and, you know, I think I'm staying. Oh, right. The penny's starting to drop inside my head. <laughs> oh, staying, are you? Yeah. Does it not bother you that your sister could be sold into slavery if you do not pay the 200 gold pieces that you owe? It is a terrible, terrible shame, that. The is thing is, I came into town to sell my pigs, and I, I sold them here and got the money we needed, but then I donated that money to the church. It's just such a lovely, warm, vibrant community. I couldn't turn my back on it. You know how it is? I'm sure you understand. And it is a shame about my sister. It really is. But you know what they say? Only through adversity can we learn to be better. Adversity is simply the pauper to the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and I narrow my eyes and say, what church? Well, the church. The church in town. The church of myopia. Myopia. Uh, let me do a, a, a roll to see if I understand anything about myopia. A religion roll, I guess. A roll of four. I don't think I'm going to get anything like that. I'm afraid you know nothing about the church of myopia. I don't know anything about that church. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the one. It's not the truth. It's not the truth of Pedanti. That's for certain. Pedanti. Never heard of her. No, I'm a disciple of the church of myopia. And are you staying here then? You decided to live here. Oh yes. It's a wonderful town. It's a warm, vibrant place. You should think about staying. And as he smiles at you, you see a single tear run down his cheek. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, have you got a room here in the tavern in the Whippet Snout? Yes, yes, I have. Are you thinking of staying? Uh, I'll come back to you on that. Uh, we might speak again, uh, Mr. Copperkettle. And uh, starting to feel a little anxious, I wipe my brow and get out of there. Lovely to meet you, Everly. And you hear from the stage, uh, you can see that the priest has stepped up onto the stage and tapped the microphone and says, All right, everyone, the talent show is about to begin. Everyone up to the stage who wants to compete, first prize is 50 gold pieces. My lady would love that money. Uh, you can see a queue of people starting to form by the stage. Well, she would be so pleased if we brought it back, wouldn't she? Wouldn't she? Oh, what would she do? It would be such fun. We should get in the queue. Absolutely. Let's go. I walk over to Valentine. Uh, are you still with the horses? Or are you I am, yeah, tavern? yeah. Brother Valentine, may you never be wrong. I have alarming, <laughs> alarming news. I believe we may be in a cursed place. Yeah, I'd say so. Goddamn guy just shoved me in the dirt. No, I think it may go deeper than that. <laughs> I found Tom Copperkettle and I tell Valentine about the encounter and how he seemed strangely displaced from the whole thing about his sister. Wow. Let us investigate the Church of Myopia because if we cannot get to the root of this... We may fall foul of the curse as well. All right. You, uh, may you never be wrong. May you never be wrong. Y yeah. Let's so round you're... up the others while they're a bit all distracted by a talent show. So you can see the talent show has begun. Uh, first up, we have Danny Plantface. Plant <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to watch this. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Danny Plantface steps onto the stage. Is it a man with a plant for a face? <laughs> 
Yeah, that's exactly oh, what right. it is. And he just he, he just stumbles around blindly for a minute, falls off the front of the stage. Okay, that was Danny Blyface. I, I, I would love that. Valentine <laughs> is rapturously applauding. Are yeah. there judges or anything? Yeah, the, 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 yeah so there's a panel of judges okay, yes. that's uh, the father, and you can see a man uh, with a gold chain around his neck that you would assume would be the mayor. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, we're going to go and get them from the queue, and uh, just I'm going to lean over and say to the two of them, Come, righteousness calls. Oh. M- Mr. Shadow has just reached the front of the queue. You're next, Mr. What was your name again? Mr. Shadow. Next this must, up, we this have... must be a sign from Pedanti. If Pedanti wants him to perform, then perform he shall. Let us watch his performance. I call, um, Mr. Shadow, I believe in you. And I give you bardic inspiration. Oh, unbelievable. What does that mean? You now get uh, an, a D4 to add to any ability check roll. Is that right? Um, you add, right. It's actually a D6. Oh, D6? Your level, because yeah. you are a higher level character. Yeah. So wow. you can, before, at any point in the roll, even after, you can add the D6 to it. Great, great, even great. Even if you're told that the roll has failed, you can add a D6 to it. So, uh, everyone, put your hands together for a newcomer to town, Mr. Shadow. And Valentine is going ballistic. (laughs) Shadow! You step on the the stage is yours. The stage is mine. Tap dance. (laughs) (laughs) When all fails. Can you roll a performance check? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's 13. Performance. Yeah. You do an average you can tap add, dance. You can add your bardic to that if you want. Oh. You roll a d6. Oh, 15? <laughs> did better. That is better. That's just <laughs> no, enough. thank you. That, that you get a warm reception from the crowd. They seem to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> they enjoy your tap I dance. think I've won, though. You, you may have. Yeah. Oh, okay. The judges have a, have a, they make, make a note. Oh, okay, great. The only and person, the only other act we've seen is the plant face goes from off the front of the, the stage. Standard <laughs> that's slow. true, there's a lot more acts. To be fair, so though, you... even though I think that probably is better. Yeah, I think we're all yeah, way so... more into Danny plant face. As you oh. step down off the stage, uh, the father gives you a little polite round of applause. Wonderful, Wonderful stuff. stuff. And now our next act, Ruby Old Moob Man. <laughs> <laughs> What was that Ruby Old Move Man? <laughs> it was just the words that came out of my mouth and it became Ruby Old Move Man. So that's his name. Right, it's it's another out of town act and it's a, an old man who's got the spoons. He's going to play the spoons and he's got a really serious look on his face and he just starts furiously playing the spoons as he leaves. Come brothers and sisters, adventure awaits. Oh, what have you discovered? We must investigate the Church of Myopia, for I fear it could be the source of a curse that keeps people here, against their will, under the guise of great happiness. That sounds simply dreadful. We must free these poor souls and show them the light. True, and we must make a pact right now that none of us choose to stay here. That way, if anyone does choose to stay here, we will know we've been turned. I make that pact. I I also make that pact tenfold. Um, I make it... Twentyfold. May righteousness go with you all, my flowers. And remember, a flower is just a weed in a dress. <laughs> come, come, come with me now. We go to the church in my opinion. So the stage is set in front of the main doors to the church. Oh. But you go around the back. You can try that. And we yeah. go around the back. So you walk around the back of the church and you can see that the crowd is thinner here. There are still a few people dotted around, but there is someone standing in front of the back door to the church. So, all right, guys, let me handle this. You're a face from the A-team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I saunter over. Oh, hello. 
Hello there, young Hello. man. Man. Yeah, great. <laughs> a pleasure to meet you. What's your name? Bim. Bim? Yep. I gotta say, Bim, that's a great name. You want to know what my name is? Okay. It's Valentine. You like that name? Oh, yeah, that's got lots of letters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this you guy's so cute. Bim? We should kill him. We could add some... <laughs> we should slaughter him at where he stands. Can we that's convert exciting. him and bring him with him? Oh, maybe we can. Yeah, Bim, we're on a holy mission. Ooh. And we need to get inside this church. We're yeah. from? We're from? We're from all over. But we are of the faith of Pedantia. Yeah. This is Church of Myopia. We know. We want to take a little look inside. What do you say? Oh, you're not allowed in this door. I'm not allowed in? Not Why this not? door. No. You must be very important to be put in charge of this door. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Is it because you're strong? <laughs> it's because I am very important because they say you've got to make sure no one goes in this back door of church. And I totally respect that. <laughs> yes. But me and my friends here, we're of a higher power. Oh. That's right. That's nice. Yeah. And if you let us in, we can make the Church of Myopia even greater. Oh. Yeah. How does that sound? <laughs> that sounds nice. And you know what? You know who will be responsible for that? Oh, so lovely. You. Oh. You will be the guy that made the choice to make the church even better. Bim be the guy? Yeah, you. Bim. Yeah, Bim. And people are going to shout the name Bim. You know that big speaker on the stage? Oh, yes. You imagine hearing Bim, 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 Bim all through that speaker. That's my name. That's your name, exactly. <laughs> okay, roll a persuasion check with an advantage because of all the insane things that you said. Uh, I, can also do, I can also do deception. It's all the same. It's all the same. No, yeah, thing. you're right. It should be a deception roll with advantage. First one was a natural one. That's three today. <laughs> Second one, 24. Excellent. Oh, okay. That sounds like a good plan. You go in. Thanks, Bim. He steps aside and uh, lets you in the door. I follow well him. done, Bim. He says to himself. Oh. <laughs> he was so lovely. You step into the church and uh, you can see it's an, a beautiful stone church with big stained glass windows through which light is pouring. Reminds me of my first ever bedroom. <laughs> oh, your, your bedroom was this big? Yes, it was a nursery. You hear a massive cheer from the crowd outside. And then the voice of the distant father say, That was quite a spoon routine. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, do you want to do anything in this church? I'm searching the church. I'm looking for particularly information on the, the god myopia. And Valentine is looking for religious texts. So can you roll uh, an investigation check? That is a 10. Uh, I got 14. You, uh, Valentine, are able to, looking at all the different frescoes and the that's a very churchy word i'm very not really good. sure what they are love but a fresco yeah frescoes frescoes and, <laughs> and you're able to discern that uh, they they apparently worship the goddess myopia who it appears to be the god of knowing the future oh wow the god of foresight everly it's the uh much better title it is. than knowing the future. It is. And I, I, I'm going to cut this bit out. So I've just said that the better one. Oh, no, you must leave it in. I'm going to go, Everly, it's the god of knowing the future. <laughs> the god of foresight. <laughs> and what you see is you see me from the distance step into the shadows next to me. And then step pause, out. and then step out and come over. Because <laughs> in an ideal world, you would the shadows gonna... and appear in a different appear. shadow, but it didn't work. That would be magic. <laughs> you can step into one shadow, come out the same place, and then yeah. walk over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it, Mr. Shadow? I am. Um, doesn't our God know the future? Spend okay. more time in prayer. 
Less time and questions. Questions are just answers that haven't been questioned. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, yes, yes, yes. Everly, as you search around the church, you're able to fill in the details. You can see that there are obviously the two main doors to the church. And then up on either side of the altar, there's two smaller doors. And you can see by the altar, there is a large rope for ringing the bell. Let's not ring the bell. Let's <laughs> go through one of the doors. Did someone say ring the bell? No. <laughs> Which door? The door on the uh, left or the door on the right? Door on the left. You step through the door on the left, you find it unlocked, and you can see a set of stairs leading up. Does the right do the same? You open the door on the right and you see a set of stairs leading down. Ah, uh, let's go down. The steps lead down into absolute pitch darkness. There is no light source at all down here. I've got a lamp. Let's light your In lamp. my adventuring gear and a flask of oil, presumably an oil lamp. Yeah, you can light an oil lamp if you wish. Okay, yeah, so I light uh, a little oil lamp. So like Scrooge. I'm, <laughs> I'm casting yeah, nice. my view around. So the light spills into the darkness and you can see some empty metal cages. Can you roll me a perception check? Perception check. 12. 12 perception. You are able to see quite easily that there is blood smeared on the ground in this uh, stone basement. Guys, I think this is a torture chamber. <gasps> but why would a church want to hurt anyone? Let us dig deeper into these secrets. And we keep looking around. Is there anything else in the... In the is it just blood and empty cages? You find these are empty cages, but you're able to find an old shoe. Oh. <laughs> At this moment, you hear the door creaking open. Hello? Is anyone down there? I put my finger to my lips. I can see a light. What is that? Put, put, put the light out. No, if we put it out now, he'll know there's someone down here. We should just leave it on. He walks down the steps and sees you all. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately Good. cast friend again. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Who's just come in? Is it, is is it the old man priest the, guy who lives on the stage? You I can say, see it's the priest. Hey, buddy. And I cast friend again. You have advantage on a charisma check. Yeah, okay. uh, what are you doing down here? Oh, I'm so sorry. We must have taken a wrong turning. It's oh. just the funniest thing. We, we must be lost. Yeah, well, then, I'm so sorry. Yes, she's right. We, wrong, wrong, wrong room. Well, I'm afraid I have to ask you to come up and get out. What's this? I say, holding up the shoe. <laughs> really accusatory. A shoe? But who did it belong to? Whose soul is this? <laughs> oh, very wow. good. <laughs> well, that is a slow burner. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my lamp. <laughs> I don't have to answer these questions. Get oh, out of Oh, you do have check. to answer them. You do. You are answerable to Pedante, the god of being right. Whose shoe is this? Why is there blood down here in the cages? Oh, that, 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 that not blood. That's old red wine. We want the truth. We want the truth from you, old man. Are you old? Are you, are you old? <laughs> <laughs> well, how old are you? He's in his mid-30s. Mid-30s, you're not old. But maybe you're old for this part of the world. I don't know. How long? What's the average longevity? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point is, you're not telling us the truth. What, what, what are you doing? Why that's are you not, doing that? That is not wine. That's blood. Whose blood? What's happening here? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. I'm inclined to believe him. Come with me. And we're, we're going to usher everyone back up into the main chamber. And we're leaving him down, downstairs. Yeah, uh, when we get up to the main chamber, I turn to him and I cast command and I say, Forget! <laughs> <laughs> is that a spell? Can you make people forget with command? It's a one-word command, isn't it? Um, oh, it's one word, so it's not even details. So he might just forget everything. Uh, who knows what he'll forget, but I'm hoping he'll just forget what just happened. So it's a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC, which is? 13. Uh, he fails that check, so <gasps> his eyes glaze over slightly, and he forgets exactly what you wanted to forget. Just as well. What? what? 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I must have drifted off. I do that all the time. I find myself standing in the kitchen with no idea why I came there. Oh, yes. No, I know exactly yeah, what Let's you go mean. back to the talent competition. Oh, yeah. And I but... usher him out and I let him go through the doors. Then we go back in and we go up to the other <laughs> door. <laughs> so as you step out through the main doors, he expects you to follow him. Yes. And we just smile. And clap. No, no, no. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> he opens the doors. Okay. Okay. No, you can't. Uh, oh, wait, I, I forgot. Afraid. I forgot. I'm on the wrong side. I'm this the is wrong off side. limits, I'm afraid. Yes, come that's out. right. Just... Sorry. Let's come out. Everybody with me. Oh. Uh, well, I, I, I'm so sorry. I got a little befuddled there. How are you? All? Oh, very well. Who won? Who won the talent competition? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, well, the spoon act was very popular, but people enjoyed your tap dance. You won second place. Oh, how no, charming! Oh my, what do I get? You get twenty gold pieces, <gasps> young man. And he hands you twenty gold pieces in a little in a little leather purse. And, and I, I, I just open the arms box and look at him, <laughs> and I <laughs> nod and. Put it in the arms. And I take the pouch and I pour all the coins into it and I give you an empty leather pouch. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> you know, a, a, a talented man like yourself should think about entering the great contest. There's a bigger contest than this amazing contest we just did. Oh, the talent show is just a warm-up, my friend. And he steps up onto the stage and says, All right, we've all had some fun, but it's time for the great contest. And everyone cheers. I uh, gather everyone into a huddle. Should we just go into the church again? <laughs> Perhaps someone could enter this contest and keep everybody distracted. We might even win some money. Meanwhile, we shall investigate the rest of the town. I look around and see, is, is, can I see if Gustav is in the contest? He certainly is, yes, and he's standing very proudly. He's stepped up onto stage. Okay. You can see all the competitors uh, who have entered have stepped onto stage. Okay. Uh, what do these competitors look like? They look like the most strong, handsome, brilliant people. The, the best of the best. Everly, I gotta, I gotta get that guy. That's the guy who pushed me in the dirt. Will you allow me to enter the competition? Pedanti permits it. Thank you. Uh, so it's a line of people along the stage, and there's just room for you on the end. So the priest is uh, introducing the competitors to the crowd. A round of applause for all our contestants. Uh, uh, do we have a last-minute entrant there? That's right. It's me, Valentine LaRouze. Valentine LaRouze, everyone. Everly, if I may be so bold. Um, so they're all standing kind of at the bottom of the stage. Say on, sister of the truth. Well... <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> in truth, in truth, there's never been a competition in my entire life that I haven't won. What we need is to win it, and I think our best shot to win it, not that I don't totally and utterly believe in Valentine Rue, but I have to say that my being in the competition might just swing it for us. You must enter then. If you believe that this is the right course of action, you must do it. Well, I... I do. Me! And I, <laughs> She just shouts. But can I help you, young lady? Me! <laughs> you? You what? I shall enter too. Oh, I see. Yeah. You just said me. Yes, <laughs> I thought you would get the gist, but I you did. didn't, and that's Thanks. fine. All right, everyone. Let, Let the, the contest, contest begin. begin. 
and the crowd parts and you can see that in the town centre they've set up a makeshift paddock with a large wooden fence all around it that's full of sheep. And at one side of the paddock there is a little pen, an empty wooden pen. Shadow with me. Of course. And we go off whilst this is beginning. All right. Contestants, Contestants you are given a chance, a chance uh, to herd the sheep. <gasps> Quick as you can. What and, uh, fun. <laughs> who would like to go first? Oh, me, me. I'll go first. Go ahead. And I, just before you go, Valentine says, you got to be the best sheep herder I've ever seen. What's a sheep pun? I need a sheep pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to be the best yeah. sheep herder. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and I give you bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So what, so what can I see? Just this big field and sheep. Where did I herd them to? There's a pen at the side a of the pen that you Sorry, need to get yeah. them into. And you can see there are 10 sheep. All right. Well, uh, so I think I am going to try and create water and kind of wash the sheep into the pen like with a big wave <laughs> that's great um so i have my create water spell you are able to create 10 gallons of water mm -hmm. uh, within range and you you can do whatever you want with that water so 10 gallons of water appear wherever you like okay so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna make the the water appear to one side of the sheep so the sheep are kind of in the middle of the water the pen is one side the mm -hmm. sheep in the middle and the water's on the other side and i'm gonna push the water over the sheep and wash them over the pen like a mini tidal wave. Like, yeah, like a little tidal wave of sheep. <laughs> so I'm going to say that's just a straight dexterity roll to see how well you're able to manipulate the water, but I'll give you it with advantage because you're casting a spell. Eight. Eight with advantage. Yeah. Wow. And plus anything for dexterity? I've already plused it. You can also wow. add your bardic inspiration 1d6. And my bardic inspiration. Okay, I'm going to do that. Twelve. Twelve. You are able to herd six sheep into the pen successfully. Well done. A, a wonderful little watery display there. A wonderful score of six for Princess Seth. And the sheep are now wet. <laughs> well, so everyone else has to now deal with... With wet sheep. Wow. They, they reset the sheep uh, for the next contestant. Meanwhile, what are you two doing? Uh, we're going to go back to the church. I'm going to go back in round the back of the church. Bim's there. We're back. Hello. I left something down there. I left my other shoe behind. I can't walk around with one shoe. You have two shoes. Well, I have two shoes on my feet. you got three shoes. That's right. You need more feet. No, Bim, you need to step aside. <laughs> um, I, as this happens, I take one of my shoes off and just throw it away over a fence. And I'm like, it's, it's my shoe. Okay, give him your shoe. Wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah, but that would only give... Oh, I see. I see what I've done there. Okay. Oh, you, you, wait, we, we solved that problem. Then we did. Here, Mr. Shadow. I run away and I throw my other shoe away. Uh, oh, oh no, I just lost my other shoe. What? So now, oh, here's one shoe. We need to go back down to get my other shoe. Can you roll a persuasion check? I'm not going to give you an advantage this no, time. Absolutely it's just absolutely total not deserved. Crash. Six. A, a six total. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to let people in this door now. You will let me in. I am the way. Am I going to intimidate? <laughs> intimidate. Uh, roll an intimidation check. Intimidation. Are you casting a spell or something? Or is no, this... no, I'm not. But I rolled a 19, so that's a 24. Okay, you absolutely terrify him. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go in. Go in. We go straight in. Oh, I'm so sorry. Bad uh, beam. Bad. No. And you intimidated bit, bit intimidation yeah. <laughs> uh, you step through the door into the church okay. um, Mr Shadow remember what I told you sometimes it's better not to do anything 
<laughs> oh yes, remember we talked no, about that. I remember. Yes, just there. don't. <laughs> and where are you heading in the church? Going to go back downstairs and search downstairs because we didn't get a chance to. Okay, you head back down into the dark basement. Yeah. <clears throat> back at the contest, it's Valentine's turn. Howdy, folks! And he steps forward and expects applause. You get a mild applause from the crowd. Thank you. you are. Thank you. Uh, so I've got to herd the sheep, go get the sheep into the pen. Yes. Okay. And so the sheep don't speak like common or English or anything. No, they speak sheep. And so unless I have a spell, which means I can speak with them. Yes. I can't do that. Okay. You would need that. Can I get us? And they can't read. No. Okay, <laughs> sheep. Just, just checking. Just checking. You know, just, just crossing potential really plans on the list. Yeah. <laughs> um. These are, the, I would say, all the rules that apply to sheep apply to these sheep. Yeah, but so, they could be magic sheep. They're just sheep. So well, if you think of a sheep that you've seen yeah. in your life, it's, it's like those. the same sheep. Yeah, okay. Same kind of sheep. Okay. Well, you know, we're only limited by our imagination. Yeah, so, in this uh, case, it's a sheep. Okay, great. great. Imagine a sheep. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so... Um, um, okay, so can I do some kind of insight check to see if there's any kind of hierarchy amongst the sheep? Is there yeah, like a roll an insight check? <laughs> okay, great. Oh, sorry. Also, I say, come on, Valentine, you can do this. But actually, I say, I can do this. Realize I've fumbled the pun and I give myself bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can you give that? Four. So I've done four, one, two, three, yeah. Insight, do you say? Mm. 20. Not natural. A filthy 20. You are able to spot that one of the sheep looks far more dominant than the others. <laughs> yeah, You can good. see one sheep with a real look in its eye. It's, it's, the, it's the power sheep. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I spot the power sheep yeah. all the while holding my arms out, expecting applause. And um, I create a minor illusion, which looks identical to the power sheep, but bigger. Ooh. And louder, and it's like it is like and makes like a deeper bar. Okay, where do you put that sheep? I put it at the opposite end of where we need to herd them, and I have the sheep essentially work like a kind of sheep dog, forcing them to go into Ooh. the pen where I need to get them into. Okay, you didn't want to create a sheep dog though. No, no, I wanted to create a more powerful. I wanted to, I wanted to disrupt the hierarchy of the sheep. Yeah, nice, nice. I like it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, can you roll me a persuasion check with advantage? Okay, great. And I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. That's a 20, not natural. Oh, great. Wow. With a 20, all of the sheep see this illusory sheep and immediately they are compelled to run from it yeah. and into the pen. And yeah. all 10 sheep go straight into the pen. Yes. And how does the lead sheep feel? Is he okay? He's now feeling... Sheepish. Tre- sheep- yes. <laughs> Seed it up. And as yeah. they all run in, I gently close the little door and I look over to Gustav and I just go, I'm a badass. And I hop nice. over the fence. Oh, no, sorry. I go to the centre and I expect more applause. You oh, get God. a big applause. Yeah. And I bow. Gustav looks, looks a little impressed. <sighs> it's Gustav's turn next and uh, the sheep are reset. He goes in. And he looks at you in the crowd, winks, and then whistles once. All the sheep go straight in the pen. Holy shit. And he gets a perfect wow. score as well. Oh, wow. Oh, Good stuff. The father says, that's, that's the end of the, the first, first round. round. Now oh, on to the next round. The egg up. Everyone take your egg. And he hands around a little box of eggs. Everyone plucks out an egg. Get the egg as high as you can without breaking it. And now he's like throwing it. Get it just as high it? as you can without breaking okay. it. Highest egg will win. It oh truly God. is paradise. <laughs> wow. And Highest we will return egg. to the other two. We are going back down into the basement to search it. 
It's pitch black down there. I've got candles. You light a candle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> By candlelight, you want to search the, the room? Absolutely. Mm. Roll an investigation check. 17. And with that, you are able to spot that the blood smears on the floor, there's a, a trail of blood that leads to the wall and then immediately stops. Oh, let's investigate that further. And the wall, the wall. So I'm going to head over to the wall and feel it. And um, I'm going to be like, my lady, I think something's behind this wall. Shall I push it? You push the wall and nothing happens. Now try pulling it. I pull the door. Oh, it opens. <laughs> Easy. Uh, a section of the brickwork. Really? That was, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. It was a pull. It always gets me. <laughs> a section of the brickwork swings open on a hinge and you can see a tunnel. It wouldn't have been much of a secret door if you could just push it. And you could lean against it. <laughs> That's actually pull it out. No, you anyway, anyway, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Come, bring your candlelight. And you can see that the blood's trail leads up the tunnel. I think we should follow this blood trail. Lead on. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and we'll leave you there. Great. <laughs> and we're back to the egg up. So uh, the competition has begun, and you can see that Gustav has already just sprinted straight for the church, and he's just started climbing the wall of it like a spider. He's just hopping from brick to brick, and he's climbing the tallest building and climbing right up to the top of the church. Uh, are there any taller things? Are there any trees that are taller? Roll me uh, a second check. Ron, what is this? Natural one. God, I've never seen so a tree low. in your life. <laughs> yeah. in this position. Yeah, maybe we're we'll working mm. together now. 15. 15. So with your natural one, you lose all sense of perception <laughs> and you are unable to tell what is tall and what is short. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you okay. have no idea. But you were able to spot that there are some trees that are slightly higher than the check. Hey, princess, there's yeah. some tall trees over there, bigger than the church. All right. Well, can I, can I look around and see what the other contestants are doing? Uh, so there aren't that many contestants left yeah. in the competition. Some were eliminated after the first round. Gustav okay. is climbing the church. Yeah. Another contestant is trying to climb the church and failing. Okay. And You've got to get up these trees, I think. Yeah. This and is you... like a sort of middle-class squid game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can see uh, a young woman has climbed up onto the thatch work of the tavern and is climbing up the top there. I'm going to go for the, for the nearest tree that's the tallest tree. Too. Ah, I've had an idea. Go on. Um, okay, so uh, Cecily starts calling birds with her song, and the idea is to put an egg in its mouth and let it fly. It's going to be a big bird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trying to summon a seagull. Maybe there's, is there like a falconry stall? A falconry, yeah, there is. There is a, there is a falconer. A falconer. Who has okay. some falcons who are on perches with little things on their legs. Okay, all right, so you go for the tree. I'm going to try this crazy idea. Okay. So, ah, uh, falconer, can I borrow your bird, please? Oh, you wish to borrow a bird? Yes, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm doing the egg up. You know what it's like. Ah, for the egg up, of course, madame. Yes. Okay, which so one I... do you wish to take? Oh, the the one that flies the highest. Ah, you want Stephen? Yes. <laughs> Stephen has always been a high flyer. Oh. He has always dreamed of more. Yes. Well, I, I don't really have much time, but bless you, thank you. And so I kind of strap the egg to Stephen. Um, and yeah, uh, Stephen, you can see he's got a faraway look in his falcon eye. <laughs> you can see the yearning look of a falcon who wishes to fly higher. All right, Stephen. <laughs> Fly, fly! And I cut the rope that's holding onto his little claw. Go, Stephen. Go. <laughs> it's just our curiosity. The backstory of this guy is that he had a falcon that he never, like, he, he was entrapping it, basically, but he's been waiting for the moment to let someone else let it free. That's exactly correct. <laughs> he's a man with a sense for the, the drama. <laughs> so Stephen takes flight, and we'll find out what happens. You're climbing a tree? I'm climbing the that's tree. That's an athletics check. 15. 
15, you successfully climb the tree. Oh. So you're climbing up a really tall tree. You're trying yeah, to go yeah. up and up. Taller than the church, taller than Gustav. Okay, I'm going to say you, you get right near the top of the tree, but it's getting the branch is getting thinner and thinner. Yep. Um, and so you're going to need to do a dexterity check to see how well you succeed in getting right up to the top higher than the church. 16. 16. So yeah, you managed to climb right to the very top of the tree and you can see that you are just higher than Gustav who has succeeded in climbing to the top of the steeple of the church tower and Gustav looks at you and sees that you're holding your eggs slightly higher than he is but he looks unfazed and he simply cocks his arm back and launches his egg into the air straight up it whistles up into the air arcs over comes back down and he neatly catches it in a beautiful bread basket without breaking it Okay, nice. I'm obviously going to have to launch the egg. <laughs> that will be an athletics check. Okay. It will be athletics, and then it will be another athletics check to catch. Fine. Here we go. Come on. 13 for <gasps> athletics. Total 13. Yeah. So you throw it in the air. That's going to be not great, so you're going to have to make a disadvantaged athletics check to catch. Great. As it comes down, I cast Featherfall. Exciting. You cast Featherfall on, on the, egg. the egg. Tell me about Featherfall. So Featherfall basically slows the falling of an object so that it doesn't take damage when it hits the ground. Very good. The egg slows down. That removes the disadvantage. You are able to have a go at catching this egg, plucking it out of the air from the top of the tree. Can I not have advantage because fauna slowly? You had a disadvantage, so you've managed to neutralise that. Is it another uh, athletics? This is athletics. This is tense. 15. You catch the egg. Yes! I'm so, so invested. <laughs> that was so stressful. Some people celebrate when they find the Holy Grail. But we have caught the egg. You've caught the egg. Well I done. burn up all my level two spell slots. That but was okay. it's totally it worth it. So you have managed to tie for second place with Gustav. Great. Father Grape, who's judging the competition, he says, well, we have a good score there from Gustav. We have a wonderful score from Mr. Valentine. And, and uh, oh, my. And he just watches Stephen the Falcon soar into the air, higher and higher. He becomes a speck and just flies away. And the falconer steps up next to you and says, go, Stephen. Take the egg and be free. Well, I think we have our first place. Well done, princess. Sis. Oh, thank you so much. Um, can I ask what kind of egg it was? Was it a falcon's egg? It was a chicken's egg. Oh, okay. But so that must be now, best friends. But he will now raise that chicken yeah. as his child. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And that's the third campaign. Yeah. yeah. That that is. Oh, Stephen yeah. the Falcon will be making many more appearances, I think. <laughs> Now we'll go back down to the tunnel. Mm. So you two are making your way along this dark tunnel and there's a horrible stench in the air. The smell of death. Oh, it's the stench of wrongness. Have your wits about you, Mr. Shadow. You reach the end of the tunnel and you see that there is a trap door above you. That's the end of the tunnel, a wooden trap door. Let's investigate. Of course. Is there a ladder to go up or, or, or would you it's like just to above use your my head. back? Or we could just use, use it. <laughs> I'll just open it. So I open it. You can do that sound effect in post. <laughs> I don't need to do it. I but actually, perfect. I'll give you an option just in case your sound effect's not as good. Yeah. I think that's great. Dog. Thank yeah, you. Pretty good sound You're effect. Welcome. Maybe it's better. You poke your head up through the trapdoor and you see that you are in the forest. There are trees above you and you can smell a really, really horrible rank smell. And you look around and you can see swarms of flies all over dead bodies. <sighs> There's been a massacre. So looking at the dead bodies, you can see that they are all, every single one, they, they have all been decapitated. What, what, what parts of their body have been de- decapitated? Their head is gone. 
There's, a real, there's been a real tone shift. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, head decapitation, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> How many bodies? Dozens and dozens of bodies. Dozens of bodies. How many murders? Scattered through the heads forest. removed. What's happening here? Anything else we can see beyond the bodies? We're just so in the forest. Yeah. You're in the forest. Roll an investigation what? check to look, have a good look at the bodies. 14. 14. You, you, from the looks of them, you can see that the bodies appear to be quite old, like they were bodies of old people. You can see that the skin is uh, quite sallow and wrinkled. Have we seen anyone old in the village? No. Uh... Apart from the spoons man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was next, bitch. He was an elder yeah, yeah, to the top, or just stay <laughs> He's currently being his dragged in. <laughs> so, right. who's doing the murdering, I want to know? Well, probably the church, because that's where they would have dragged the bodies out to be here. But, of course, what does our God think, my lady? Pedante. Pedante, come to us in our hour of need. Guide us. Show us what's right. So, because you are a prophet, we're going to say that you can attempt to contact your God. Uh, you have to roll a d20. Yeah. And it's a religion check. I roll a 14, it's a plus one, it's a 15. That's, I'm going to say, just good enough, and Pedanti deems you worthy of his presence right now. It's happening, Shadow, it's happening, he's oh, coming! Oh my god. And I, I fall to the floor and just observe. I stand you... bathed in whatever light I imagine is around me. <laughs> no. Yeah, a golden light surrounds you, your eyelids oh. flutter, and the god Pedanti appears before you. The appearance of Pedanti is a small, hunched man who has the real... It gives you the impression of a substitute geography teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, Pedante. Hello. We are following your call. We are following the path of righteousness. Guide us in this hour. What is happening here? All right, yes, um, let me check. Can I hear this? I can't see this. You, you, you've got your eyes closed, but you can hear the voice of Pedante. Wow. Okay. Oh, yes, no, it looks like... Uh, there's something going on in this town, doesn't it? Exactly, Pedanti. Now, what is it? Uh, use your great powers to deduce and help us. I sense a great evil is in this what? town. With all great respect, Pedanti, we knew that. <laughs> I mean, look, there's the worst kind of decapitations happening all around us. Oh, this decapitations all around you. Oh, this is dreadful. Oh, dear. Uh, <clears throat> Pedanti... Uh, with great respect, uh, have you got anything that you can say to us to uh, elucidate us? Oh, I tell you what, looking at this place, I reckon I can sense something dreadful in that church there. Or oh, there's something real awful there, but, well, it seems to be worse than that. I, I can sense evil all through this town. What are you doing there? <laughs> It's a good question. Uh, uh, we, we, we were trying to help someone who was in need, uh, who'd, who'd lost their brother, uh, and we were led here. Oh, that's nice of you. Well, yeah, good for you. Good, good, good for you. Are there any boons you wish to uh, award me? Uh, for I am your chosen prophet, am I not? Yeah, yeah, yes, you are. I, I was, I was on that, I was on that island for a long time, and you gave me visions. You <laughs> talked through me, didn't you, Pedante? I, I did do that, and you, there, there wasn't a lot of choice. There weren't many others around on that island at that time. So, oh, yeah. fate has a strange way of working out, doesn't it? Not yet, not does. Yeah, yeah, not does. <laughs> uh, tell you what, a boon. Let's have. Bless me. Bless me. I forgot here. Hold on. All right, here's your boon. Oh. <laughs> I'm ready to uh, wait your boon. I am finding this engagement <laughs> fascinating. 
glasses are so <laughs> bizarre. So engaging. What's weird is the god seems lower status. It's so odd. Oh, I want to see this boon. All right, let's give you a boon. Uh, here you go. I have an arrow. An arrow? Yeah, an arrow. And you, uh, wait, wait a moment, Pedantis, but just before you go, you know I don't use a bow of any kind. Is this a magic arrow? A magic arrow that will allow me to perhaps see into the future or some such? No, what are you talking about? No, it's just an arrow. Well, it's... I don't use bows. You don't use... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could give me something else that I do use. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> How am I supposed to know what you're using and what you're doing? I'm a chosen one, Pedanti. You, you see all through me. Is I, that did, I did, I did. Right. What else have you got back there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> give me a quick inventory. Oh, God, let me have a look round. Please give me a choice or something. Barbara! <laughs> yes? Barbara, what have we got in the back? Have we got Good. anything that's not arrows? This one, she doesn't use arrows. Who doesn't use arrows? I know who doesn't use arrows these days. Oh, okay, I've got a shield. Do you, want, do you want shield? Is it magical? Is it magical? No. No. Barbara <laughs> says it's not magical. Well, I've got, I've got an ordinary shield. Oh, you've How got much is shield. it worth? Has it worth? I don't know. I've had... Barbara, what do you reckon it's worth? Probably about five gold pieces. That's not enough. That's not enough. I've got, got a spoon. Got a spoon? Oh, yeah. magic spoon. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. Got a magic spoon if, if it's you want If it is magical that. and has magical properties that will aid us in our quest. And if you deem that we are worthy, then I will accept your spoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold that, Jan. <laughs> Keep your eyes down, Mr. Shadow. Of course, of course. This whole time I have been just so confused. <laughs> Oh, great pedante, I am ready to receive your boon, your spoon boon. <laughs> Hold your hand out. I am holding it out. <laughs> All right, there you go. And a spoon materialises in your hand. What does, it, what does it do? I present unto you my magical measuring spoon. <laughs> this spoon will always... <laughs> will always measure out exactly one heaped teaspoon's worth <laughs> of whatever... You would like to scoop with it. Now, sometimes you can get a spoon, you can get something out like you're trying to stay, you're trying to spoon some chocolate powder. Yes, I've been in this situation oh, many yeah. times before. And you're measuring it out, but your spoon might be the wrong size, it might not heap properly. Right. This spoon well, will said, always heap said. perfectly. Um, I, I thank thee, great Pedante, for awarding me this gift of righteousness. Keep your eyes down, Shadow. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, and I... Thank you. Is there any other advice you wish to give to me as I carry on your word out here in the world? Yeah, you know, I just said, try to just tone it down a bit, yeah, you know? What do you mean? What, what do you mean what I mean? You're, you, you know, just just relax. You don't have to go all, all out, you know? To keep your ears closed, Shadow. Ears closed. Lock your ears. Lock my ears. You know, j j just try and take the edge off a bit. I think you're, being, you're taking it a bit seriously. But... Being right is important. No, it is important, but what I'm telling you is that I'm right and you need to listen to what I say. I, right? I understand, great pedante. Right, fine. Right. Yeah, no. okay. Right, it's not, don't, don't be weird about it. It's, it's not. Just, just, <laughs> just, you just give me a spoon that, you know. 
a, a, a general amount of judgment could have <laughs> magic. Can, anyone experienced in the kitchen could have matched that. But, but if that is if that is your way, but look, this means you don't have to be experienced. I've saved you hours of experience in the kitchen. So you don't have to. Okay. I'll take it back if you don't want the spoon. No, I'm keeping the spoon. Keep the spoon then. Keep the spoon. It's a magic spoon. But I just uh, I just had I had different expectations. But oh, thank you, great pedante. For yeah, blessing no. us with your presence. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> now I'll deal with these headless corpses. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just solve that mystery then, shall I? <laughs> right. All right, cheerio. Bye. <laughs> that's, that's Shadow. Oh, yeah. That was the great pedante. Wow. All quick <laughs> in his presence. Of, of, of course. You uh, will tell nobody of this. Uh, my mouth is sealed. Um, who's Barbara? Never mind about Barbara. Just let's <laughs> move on and deal with these corpses. Okay, so back in the contest. Uh, some more contestants have been eliminated. Uh, there are only four remaining now. Oh, yeah. it's, the, the it's the two of you. Gustav is still there. Bugger. And there is uh, another woman, uh, and she was the one who climbed on the thatch roof mm-hmm. in okay. the uh, okay. competition. Okay. Father Grape steps forward and says... Round three, catch the pigs! <laughs> two greased pigs are released. Oh my god. And we will have two finalists. If you could catch the pig, the pigs are released into the crowd. You and the other contestants are going to take turns doing different things to try and catch the pigs. One pig each, or both pigs? One pig each. One pig guarantees you a place. Oh, okay. I've... Pig for a place. Right. Uh, well, what was that man we were looking for? He was a, a pig finder, wasn't he? That's right, Tom Copperkettle. He do we have do we have time? Do we have time? This is day. The time is running. Okay, you go and find Tom. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna follow Gustav around and constantly cast dissonant whispers on the pig. <laughs> because <laughs> That's not a sentence I think I've ever heard. No. <laughs> because what happens if I cast dissonant whispers on the pig, if it fails a wisdom saving throw, it has to move as far away from me as it can. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep following Gustav around, casting dissonant whispers on the pig that he's trying to catch. Okay, go for that. And you, you want to go find Tom? Yes. Okay, so you're running off. Okay, I'm running away to go find Tom in the tavern. Okay, so you head straight for the ca- yep. tavern. Uh, Gustav makes makes a lunge for a pig. And the pig has to do a wisdom saving throw. It has to beat 14. So you're going to cast a spell before, uh, just as he's lunging? As, as I'm running, yeah. And um, we're chasing the pig, and yeah, I'm going to cast a spell on the pig. It has to make a wisdom saving throw. DC 14. It passes, I'm afraid. Oh, no. The pig is wiser than you. It is. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, no. Uh, So he's going to make a grab at it. Oh, and he successfully grabs the pig, holds it, lifts it up in his arms, and it's struggling and writhing, but he's just got these massive, meaty hands. He holds onto that pig. He's got it. The father says, We have one pig caught! Congratulations, Gustav! Well, you can see that the other woman who uh, you haven't out at who she is yet but you can see that she is uh, hunting her pig and she is currently unable to grab it she, her hands keep slipping off it and it's very greasy oh I, i'm gonna put a hold on you and we're gonna go to yeah, the princess yeah, in yeah. the tavern okay uh all right so I, I go up to um tom and i cast command oh hello there i oh what's your command you get one word Fuck. 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 No. <laughs> uh, stop. one, one, one word <laughs> follow your spell works on him, and he immediately jumps to his feet and starts following you. Okay, so we, I sprint back to the pig. All right, Tom, now, I need you to catch that pig. 
Okay. <laughs> Tom's going for it. Okay. Uh, he has an advantage because he is a pig farmer, and he doesn't manage to catch the pig this time. <laughs> it's a very slippery pig. And we'll leave it there for now and get oh, back God. to the guys in the woods. So I think we should we should go back to the church and we should we should maybe see what is killing these old people. What could be doing such a horror? And how so many of them? Can I do an investigation check, see if there's any birds about? Yes, you can do that check. Call it a nature check. Fifteen. With a 15, you can see that there are some birds in the trees, but they're silent, and so, some of them are watching you. Curious. <laughs> so have I now noticed these birds yes. behaving not like birds? Exactly. I think there is something strange going on here. Oh, you've put that together, <laughs> have you? Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> what, what gives you that idea, I say, standing around 20 headless Yes, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. What gives you that idea, Mr Shadow? Sorry, my lady, sorry, sorry. Get it together, it's... get it together. We've got to get to the bottom of this mystery. Of course. I think we should follow the blood back to the dungeons. And why don't we go to that top floor? Yeah, it doesn't seem that there's anything else to see here. No, except some quiet birds. Mm, quiet that... birds watching us. I don't like it. Maybe something's watching through them. <sighs> And out. (laughs) (laughs) Remember what happened last time? You passed out, didn't you? I did pass out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I nearly nearly died. Yeah, you were riding the horse at the time. I do have to always consciously remember to breathe. Back at the pig. Look, Valentine, I've had an idea. Now bear with me. Okay. A dead pig. Easier to catch. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> not. I think so. <laughs> you, you, want to, you want to kill the pig? I want to kill the pig for the greater good, Valentine. So we kill the pig, we pick it up. I mean, does that still count? I mean, there's no, count, there's right? no rules against it. <laughs> All right, princess, um, for the greater good. For the greater good. And he draws his rapier. <laughs> <laughs> Make an attack roll against the pig, then. Is the pig running at me? It's, it's running around the middle of the town square, like, pe- between people's legs. People are having fun, jumping around, okay. playing with it. People are enjoying this pig. <laughs> oh, no! Okay, we're going to go for this Look, pig. She's, what, what, she's what, getting closer. Go? We have to do it now. Okay, can we make an attack at the same time? Yeah. Okay, so yes, I'm going to draw my mace and make an attack. Twelve. Eleven. You managed to hit the pig. It's just a pig. <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't have any armour or anything. It's got a very low armour class. You just slash and clobber the pig to death. <laughs> and I pick it up, raise it over my head, and scream, Victory! In your face, Gustav! <laughs> the crowd is silent. <laughs> Hello, High Rollers would like to say that no animals were Yeah. You have won. <laughs> yeah, and I high-five the princess with a bloody, bloody hand. Woo! And we say, For the, For the greater, greater good! good. <laughs> And uh, the priest steps forward and says, a round of applause for our two finalists. We have Mr. Valentine LaRouze and, of course, Mr. Gustav. Whomever should win our final round will receive the prize of 200 gold pieces. The loser will, uh, of course, still be rewarded with the much greater prize, an invitation to the great feast in the church hall this evening. Oh, nice. He lies out a piece of rope on the floor and says... And now, of course, the final round, the simple tug of war. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we go back to you guys in the woods. Just thinking, bef- before we go up, go up to the room, maybe we should go back and get the others just in case whatever is killed and uh, decapitated these, these old people could get us as well. So maybe we should have backup. Could be trying to strike them right now. May you never be wrong. 
Uh, or in this case, I hope you are. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back. So you're heading back into the, yeah. the village. <laughs> Wonderful. So the, the rope has been laid on the floor and Gustav has stepped forward with his big, big muscly arms and his leather gloves and he's looking pretty pleased with himself. Listen, I, I saw what you did with the egg back there. It was pretty impressive. I, I want you to know there's no hard feelings. Whoever wins, I hold no grudge against you. I hold no grudge against you, Gustav. Oh, and he offers you his hand for a hand. And I firmly shake it. You shake his hand. Can you roll a perception check for me? 18. 18. So he smiles and he walks away to his end of the rope and you notice as he does so that he's taking off his gloves. And you look down at your hand and see that your hand has been fully covered in pig grease. <gasps> Twist! Gustav picks up his end of the rope, smiles at you and winks. Do we get back in time to see this? Yeah, you've, you've arrived to see this. I'm going to get as close to the, to the action as I can. Um, he's put pig grease on my hands. Yeah. Smart. Fucking good, man. That was great. Yeah. And you are going to have a disadvantage in a straight strength check against Gustav. I'm going <laughs> to cast command on uh, Gustav when the thing begins. My last spell slot. Okay. I'm going to shout. Just as soon as I see it happen, I'm going to go, lose! <laughs> <laughs> nice. He does pass his check against your spell save. Ah, so damn it. I'm afraid your command does not work and he's going to have a go. So it's a strength roll. Yours against his. You have a disadvantage, I'm afraid. Okay, fine. 18. Total. With a disadvantage, yeah. He's got a 20. I mean, that's, oh, I mean, no. that's not bad, though. It's not bad. <laughs> you made a good show of it, yeah. but yeah. eventually Gustav managed to wrench the rope out of your hands. <laughs> fair, fair. And he holds, holds the rope in the air and shouts, You're champion, Gustav! Yeah! I say to the princess, I'm not altogether certain that this isn't a good thing. What do you mean? The winner attends the feast. Both finalists attend the feast. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on my theory. I've got a feeling they might be the feast. Uh, Valentine comes over having not heard this. He's like, oh, well, you know, at least I get to go to the feast. Uh, I wonder if I can get a couple of plus ones for you guys. So the father steps um. over and says, well done, young man. I'm sorry you didn't win the prize, but mm. you did very well. You are a strapping young lad, aren't you? Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, come along. It's time to... To celebrate you at our feast. And he leads you towards the church. Uh, uh, can we come along with him as his entourage? Oh, I'm afraid not. It's invite only. But you're welcome to spend the night here at, uh, at the tavern. We've got some lovely rooms. Gustav and Valentine? Yep. Yeah. Join the procession that leads into the church and people are cheering and throwing confetti over you as you are led into before, the church. Just before, as he's leaving, I say, may you never be wrong and may you never be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> and you step inside and the church doors close behind you. Oh. We found corpses in the woods, headless corpses of old people. I don't know if there's something terrible going on here. But our, our brother Valentine, he's... He's gone in there. Well, we have to save him. Oh, we've got plenty of time. Well, it's, it's late in the day now. <laughs> the sun has set. It's the evening and the fair is, is ending. People are drifting away, going back to their homes. There are other villages surrounding area. It's a seven-course taster menu we've got for <laughs> Let's go to the tavern and wait for our friend to join us. But what, what if he dies? What if they eat him? Well, then we'll be waiting a long time. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Let's go and have a drink and keep our eyes peeled. You head to the tavern and uh, you settle down and enjoy a nice drink. And after a while, you hear what sounds like beautiful, angelic singing coming from the church. And you see the stained glass windows illuminated as if by a light from within. I think seeing this... Um, I, I will, um, you might join me, I might go outside of the tavern to go and look at the church and see what 
this amazing music is. It looks absolutely glorious. You step outside and you can see that it's just like the whole church is like a beacon of light shining and there's beautiful music coming from it. It looks just heavenly. My lady, is this our God? No, that's not Pedante. Oh. You met Pedante. Yes, uh, yes. In the woods. I wouldn't say he's very angelic. Oh, he doesn't need the flim flammery. <laughs> he doesn't need this bright light. No, no, no. He has the truth. He's always right. Yes. Have you used your spoon? Not yet. Well, I've only just been given a spoon. What am, I, what am I meant to do? Go cooking with it. Well, we've had a quarter of a moon for you to use your spoon. Oh, you moon obsessed you. Sit down. So you, <laughs> sit you're down. standing in We're the... outside, so I immediately sit <laughs> on grass. So you're standing outside in the in the town square. You're sat on a little patch of grass. <laughs> and you're it's in a pretty deserted town square. And after a little while, the bell of the church tower sounds once. A single dong. And then the church doors open. You child. <laughs> the church doors open and the congregation spill out. And it's uh, all the, the elite of the town. You can see the mayor there and the, and the, uh, the father. And you can actually see Tom is among them. And a few other faces. And Valentine is there, oh, there as well. Oh, there he is. I can see him now. Valentine, over here. Oh, hey, guys. And I, I jog on over. Well, what happened? Uh, to be honest, it was a pretty cool feast. Um, I grab your head and just check it's still connected. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my head is fine. Oh, yeah, but, you know, of course, thank of you. course, of course. Thank you so much for checking. They did, uh, they did some, some of their God stuff, which obviously I averted my eyes for. And uh, they sang a beautiful song and we had a beautiful feast. And, you know, guess what? I made it up with Gustav. Gustav so, steps up behind you and says, <laughs> Valentine, that was a wonderful feast. Oh, boy. Isn't this town just the best I love it here. I look very pointedly at Valentine and I say, So, Valentine, I guess you'd like to be leaving with us now. You know, guys, I think this is a really warm, vibrant community. Ah. I'm going to stay here. Thank you for listening to part one of Elsewhere. It is an extra side campaign run by the wonderful Henry Shields. Your players today were Chris Leask, Adam Megiddo, Ellie Morris and me, Dave Hearn. Thank you for your support on Patreon. You are absolute legends. Do not stop being legends. Thank you and good night. When you get through nine layers of hell, you'll have a hell of a story to tell. I belong. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.